you're joining us live here on Utreon. If you're if you're not if you're not joining us live on Utreon, the reason for that is we are on Utreon. We're on Utreon so we can show these things right here. ARs or any other kind of firearms for that matter. This is my uh, Sig 516 Patrol. I'm gonna we're gonna have some other stuff, cool stuff like that we could share with you guys. But this is why we're live on the Utreons. You can go over there. You can subscribe. It's like it's like YouTube and it's like Patreon. And um, you know they allow us to do freedom things like handling firearms while we're live. Uh, you know, so crazy. Some people have some kind of stupid rules that don't stop anything. <laughs> but anyway, that being said, I haven't uh, I haven't heard anyone complain about the audio. I'm gonna get everyone loaded up here. We're gonna make a uh, babyface beat for for the sake of symmetry. I think we should make Patrick the uh, so reverse. No, this is an Oreo. No, here. this is yeah, this is an Oreo. You're you're regular you know, Oreo. Yeah, you are the cream. <laughs> you are the cream in the Oreo. Um, so let's let's see. Let's get this going here. If everyone's ready, I think I'm ready. Let me. Uh, I don't know. Where's the button I'm supposed to even press? Hey, let me just do this. I'll just go this way. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation: Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, we are back and we are live. Let's uh, let's let's get the jazz hands going. We got to do it. We got to do tradition. There you go. Come on, Rod Mills. That's all you got. One hand. Seriously. Uh, <laughs> I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because, as I said, we are live and this is episode nine hundred and one. 901 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That means there's exactly 99 beers a bottle. Bottles of beer, not beers, a bottle. Bottles of beer left on the wall before we hit a thousand episodes. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make this as special as I can, these uh, next 100 episodes. So Lola and myself are working on getting some awesome guests, people who've been on before, people who've maybe never been on, and all that kind of stuff. You guys' favorites, all that kind of stuff. Of course, we're going to do... We took last night off so that we could, you know, it was, well, you know, it was Memorial Day. So we uh, were recognizing that. So we didn't have free for all Monday. We're going to have free for all Monday and all, all of that going. But tonight in episode 901, we've got Rod Mills. There he goes. He went to NRAM 2022 in Houston, Texas. There you go. Um, and as kind of like, as kind of like a side question that I'm going to ask here tonight is the nra even relevant we're gonna get into that rod mills actually went i didn't go babyface p who's also here did did not busy 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 yeah it's yeah it's rhetorical i know you didn't go (laughs) but uh because i saw you this weekend we were were doing Mm -hmm. something but uh yes so we're gonna get all up in that right now uh what's going on folks what's up what's up with you guys man just um relaxing since Oh boy, 
I've never worked so hard on my uh, vacation ever. Uh, it's different uh, uh, when you go into NRAM as a, uh, uh, a businessman versus just to kind of enjoy things. So uh, mm-hmm. it's totally different, but as enjoyable. Um, a lot of, you know, a couple of faces. We had a couple of new faces there. Um, a couple of old faces uh, I saw and, you know, got a chance to uh, touch base with a lot of folks. And uh, overall, it was a pretty productive uh trip for me and my company okay very cool i guess i guess patrick we should let rod mills answer my my question i just posed here first right what's the question you know like my question was is the nra even relevant what do you what's Um, what say you to that rod to answer that question um i'm gonna say yes they are however not as relevant as they have been in the past um you know through uh, you know, unfortunate, you know, their own issues that they brought up and caused and made public. Um, but you can't tell that to the protesters that were out there. Uh, the protesters, they were as relevant as night and day. Um, so, uh, but we, at, we in the industry, we know uh, there's a different NRA from the inside versus what a lot of people perceive on the outside. Okay. All right. I'll take that. Patrick, did you want to, did you, do you want to answer that question here? Uh, remind me of the question. Sorry, I'm bringing is, you news. Oh, <laughs> is the NRA even relevant to you? Is it relevant? No. Uh, no, not really. Mm-hmm. You want to um, give it's any funny. It, it's reason? funny that the, the news and the left thinks they are the boogeyman of the gun world or something. I, it's, it's crazy, but uh we're we're past the nra they they i guess they like to say like oh no the the nra and the gun lobby is doing this again and it's like no no we're just telling our congress people how to vote how we'd like them to vote that's pretty much yeah. it yeah <laughs> i th- i think the NRA that, hasn't done anything positive in the last 25 years not for the not maybe for the second longer. amendment maybe for them yeah. maybe for themselves just i mean if you like suits and cars and expensive vacations then maybe they did have done great things yeah my answer, my answer to my own question would be no. I don't think they're relevant. That's just my personal thing. I think I understand exactly what Rod is saying, and I'm not trying to counteract. I think one of the things I like about doing this podcast is we don't all, you know, I, me personally, I don't believe in like just preaching to the choir. Right? I'm mm-hmm. fine listening to other people's uh, points of view and opinions, and I definitely wouldn't knock people going to the NRA show because I missed it myself. It's it it was it was the show that I look forward to every year, you know, because I actually got to see those folks out there that I was in this with, you know, um, not just the companies, not just my, you know, my fellow content creators and patriots and folks who believe in the Second Amendment, but really the people out there who actually look at at what I do um, and who support all of us, regardless of, you know, what role we play in this. But to me, yeah, I still, I really do think the NRA is completely irrelevant. Um, those folks out there protesting—that's a knee-jerk reaction, you know. Um, the the NRA is kind of the poster child, and and this and this mm-hmm. knee-jerk reaction that they're having is really the NRA is only really just going to compromise at the end of the day, 
right? They, the they, not going to do anything for us. Yeah, well, they like. I think that they like people protesting them. I think they like that. I think they, it makes them feel relevant that people are protesting. It gives them money. It gives them power. Yeah, it's free publicity. Yeah, it it's is free, exactly. It is. It's free publicity. And look, let, let's not forget this. There's still about five million Americans who faithfully just support the NRA and have no clue what we would talk about if we say that we have grievances with the NRA. They're like, what what, mm-hmm. what are these guys talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Now I can't tell you this. Um there was a point when um uh Trump was giving his um his dissertation or speech and um there were those on the floor on the vendor floor that were like, you know, you know I guess they were the, the sort of anti-NRA guys that were there. Because mm-hmm. keep in mind, were you were you at that? Were you there for that speech? Were you in the room? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. They had a they had a uh, closed circuit TV uh, screen showing. Okay. And, um, the, uh-huh. the room seemed kind of you know, empty. I saw. I'll I'll bring this up, but uh, no, yeah. actually, it was um, uh, from what I was told that mm-hmm. it was sold out. Really? And they were no okay. longer letting people in. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what I was told. Okay. I could be wrong. But I you, could be wrong on that. You mm-hmm. know, those people that were like, you know, they're over it. You know, they're just there to market their company and to go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a few that were, you know, hardcore NRA Trump Trumpers, you know, mm-hmm. that were, you know, there. Um, but the main thing that, you know, unfortunately, like the last time when I went was in uh, 2018 in Dallas, uh, there were a lot of people saying, hey, it, you didn't see hear anybody talking about the NRA in a negative tone inside mm-hmm. of the building. That I, from what I heard, okay, uh, not as much as it was in uh, 2018 with Dallas. And, you know, it was more like, you know, let's not say anything bad about the guys, you know. But getting back to the crowd outside, what they don't understand is the NRA is just one of many different uh, pro-gun advocates out there. You got the USCCA, you got the GOA. I mean, I guess they don't know about them yet, you know, and uh, they're going to be. I mean, I think that, yeah, I think they know about them. I think there's multiple things that happened, uh, you know, because because we had this, you know, we because we had this school shooting in uh, Uvalde. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, obviously that's in Texas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I guess people took this as like, oh, this is a great opportunity. You know, these are the guys. Somehow the NRA or guns or gun owners or people who believe in the Second Amendment represent this evil, like twisted, broken kid who literally went and did something that, you know... You know what? The the best way I could describe this is if you've ever seen the the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, when Anakin Skywalker goes in there and kills the younglings, right? It's such mm-hmm. a weird, it's such a weird, crazy thing to look at. Like to me, it's one of the disgusting things that's in that thing because my brain cannot fathom how a human being could look at children. Like we're 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 genetically programmed to look at children and see them as innocent. That's what, I, I mean, mean that's, that's what they are. You know, so anyone who could do that is evil. And somehow, let me just finish this. You know, somehow everyone equates that to 
people who believe in the Second Amendment or the Constitution, for that matter, you know, gun owners or the NRA or any pro 2A organization or even the guns themselves. This thing, this thing on its own is evil. It has some kind of heart and soul and mind that it could do an evil thing. And they don't feel that way about anything else, I guess, in the world. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the the crazy thing is that I did maybe, what, three interviews mm-hmm. while I was there. Okay. And I definitely let them know that, hey, nobody in this building, contrary to popular belief, nobody in this building is happy about what happened. Everybody, I'm going to say at least 90% of everybody in the building wanted to find out a way to end this. Because keep in mind, everybody in that building had a family. That could have happened to anybody in that building. Okay? So mm-hmm. the news was running around asking, hey, we're in there just uh, partying, hooping it up, and, mm-hmm. you know, which was, actually the move was was sort of um you know melancholy. what I, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm interrupt you Rod mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. cares if y'all are in there hooting and hollering and, and living it up you're not mm-hmm. a serial killer or, or a spree killer who went out and killed people it has nothing True. to do yeah. with us with how, you with how, any of us how often is it people how often is it people who and this is a difficult question right because who falls into our category but how often is it really people that we would consider under the umbrella or in the bucket of the second amendment community that does stuff like this uh really never <laughs> like who who most most of us are trying most of us are like sheepdogs right we want to help people we don't want to hurt and anyone that's always that's what we were saying in the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have happened to anybody in that building. Okay. Uh, we're trying to figure out how actually the, the mood in the, the building was, okay, you know what? How can we prevent this from happening? Okay. That's one thing that they didn't say on the news. I brought it to the, their attention on the news, whether or not they played it or not. Who knows? Uh, mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you that the everybody that interviewed me had that look on their face as to first of all, they see a black guy at the NRA. So first thing they want to do is interview me. Okay. So I'm not going to do what you, that's new. I've seen, seen, yeah, well, I've seen reporters like walk away from me in the past. Like they're looking to interview people and, and Lola and myself Mm -hmm. are walking into the NRA. They they pretend like they don't see you. I imagine they want the dumbest person in the room, not saying you are Rod, but I imagine they're looking for that stereotypical hick redneck who's missing teeth or something to make it look like a sideshow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. right. Or they th- picked you. Or, 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 yeah. Or they're thinking like, hey, here's this black guy, you know, under the yeah, pressure I'm, of these cameras and these lights, he'll break. And he'll well, go. See, the, the, yeah. the you don't know my professional background. They don't understand that, hey, I worked for 13 years in the NFL mm-hmm. in the PR department. I'm no stranger to a camera and a mm-hmm. microphone and a reporter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, but the, the, but when I answered their question, I, I answered it intelligently, and it was totally not what they were expecting to hear. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I let them know that, hey, 
we're all a family in here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the the one thing that we can say that does bring us all together is the, our love and passion for guns and the Second Amendment. Um, they weren't thinking that they, they didn't. I'm sure they didn't. They didn't think that I would say that. Okay, I mean, uh, unfortunately, how many times do you ever see African Americans talking about the Second Amendment? Hardly ever. Okay. In the Most, past, in the past, I think now there's a lot of people. There's a lot of right. We're, yeah. we're 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 to the point now where hey, you know what? We we feel that we uh, got to a certain part where hey, you know, we got our other rights. Mm -hmm. We need to get this right here as well. Mm -hmm. But you know, like I say, man, it was oh, and another thing, it was crazy. USCCA had a sort of like an after uh, mixer mm -hmm. after the. Uh, NRA convention was over for Friday, um, and the event was actually about a half of a mile down the street. Okay. Guess what? Those same people that were protesting were in there with us. Not one person said one word. What do you mean? What do you, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. The people who were protesting outside went to the mixer? Yes. Why? Yes. <laughs> what did they go there well, for? Okay, so the mixer, and let me explain this. Mm -hmm. The mixer only had there was a, a a huge type venue where they had a live band um they had the regular public area and then the us uscpa had their own area but it was all open it was open they, there. Were all, okay. they were all in there with us guess what they left their signs back at where they were protesting they came out every, every, it, was, it was almost like um What's the cartoon where the... So they just the, came for a show. Who, what was the show? Was there some kind of band or something? Uh, no, well, no, they didn't even come for the band. They were just in there eating. Oh, okay, food. Yeah. I mean, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we were in there eating and drinking. Yeah. So, but what's that cartoon uh, with Looney Tunes where the two guys, the, the I think it's a dog and a coyote or something, and they fighting during, the, during their... Uh, their work hours, and then afterwards, their yeah, road, friends and road, run, road runner that, and the Wally Coyote. That's how. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, and that's mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. It was I mean, that's how like the media that. is too. Yeah. Well, you know, they're they're, they're all in this together. And it wasn't hard for them to tell who we were because we had our NRA. Um, you know the little bash things they give you. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had. You know, stuff saying about guns on our T-shirts and or whatever you were wearing. So it wasn't hard for them to know who we were. Okay, right. mm -hmm. not one person said anything or did anything crazy while we were in there. Yeah, that's that does sound surreal to me. I mean, I I don't you know. And don't... And, and you can ask um, American Gun Chick, mm -hmm. uh, James Yeager. Mm -hmm. All of them were in there with us. Nobody mm -hmm. said one thing to us. Okay. They're not going to. Did you see? Yeah. Did you see the the media latched onto that scrawny ass dude yelling that you're weak or something? Like, do you think he's going to actually say anything <laughs> to anybody in person? Come on, his arms, his arms. You blow on him, and his arms would break. <laughs> yeah. I think you know the 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 thing that I don't know how much time we don't have that much time for this part of it before we take a break here. But the thing is. Lots of people, when this stuff happened, try to place blame. The, there's, there's just one person who's to blame for this whole thing, the person who did it. And mm -hmm. whatever tool they use to do something so terrible, 
in, in my opinion, it doesn't make any difference. We can't wave a magic wand and take it out of the world. This guy could have um, used a vehicle and run into a crowd of children. He could have used a bomb. He could have used uh, some kind of incendiary device to burn the school down. He could have used swords, knives, all kinds of things. All these things that I'm saying are not things I'm just making up. People, people do this kind of stuff. When someone's broken and twisted and evil and they have problems in the world that lead to them killing their grandmother and then, you know, deciding that they're going to go to a school and take out revenge on little children that can't even fight back against them, you know, and then when the perfect storm happens of the the, the cops, because, you know, I, I want to talk about solutions, but when the perfect storm happens, that the cops that show up there, the people who are supposed to do something, don't actually do anything about that guy, who was probably just trying to commit suicide by cop, right? This, this, it seems that the, way. What's the no, solution to that? It seems that way. Yeah. From from everything that's everything that I'm reading, it seems like what could have been suicide by cop mm-hmm. somehow turned into he got lucky. Got a minute left. Yeah. Somehow turned into this. I'm just gonna go take out my frustration here, and then word is still things are still coming to fruition about like the truth is still coming about out about what the cops didn't do Mm -hmm. and uh, this whole thing is nuts to me yeah all of this is nuts and it has nothing to do as much as people want to yell about it it has nothing to do with the tool used no and all of us well not i shouldn't say all of us you don't you don't have kids yet patrick but you Mm -hmm. know i know that there's people that you love that you know, that are at risk. You, you went to school, you know, um, my kids are still in school, believe it or not. And, you know, I, I worry you know, about this kind I, of stuff. I never, I never it's gonna break. seriously considered it. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to break. There was, Hold on. We're, we're going to hit a Walther arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK today. Walther is based in the good old US of a and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the who move my freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther arms. All right, Patrick. Sorry, um, didn't, didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, it. it's fine. I uh, <clears throat> okay. Sorry, I had to get back on track. My brain, my brain lost it for a minute. So I always joked when I was in high school, and I vividly remember joking. There was um, I was a band nerd, and even in the band nerds, there were a couple kids that were fucking nuts, and I was always super friendly to them. One because typically I'm not an asshole. Generally, generally, I'm not an asshole. Okay. Um, but two, the joke was always like, if one of them comes to shoot up the school, I'm going to be that kid that they go, oh, no, you were nice to me. You can leave. <laughs> but no, I never we never it was never a serious like, I think these people are going to come shoot up the school or even somebody's going to come from outside. Mm-hmm. We always just had problems within the school of of kids beating on each other. That was really mm-hmm. the only issue. Yeah, I mean, I think. School is a is a rough thing, man. And I've been I've gone to school in on different continents of this planet, and it's a rough thing no matter where you go. It's not mm-hmm. unique to America, uh, you know. Hu- this is human beings. This is a human mm-hmm. being problem that we have. There's broken, twisted human beings out there, and when they don't get their way, when they don't get what they want, you know, when something is taken away from them that they feel that they're entitled to 
or whatever it is, man, we, they, they, they go nuts. I've, I've said this before and I don't exactly know the answer because I think I'm a little, I, I'm slightly out of touch because life is going well for me, but we have a serious issue with angry young men um, who think the world is not for them. Uh, and I, I don't – and, and partially I agree with them. I think the world is a lot of times just a pile of shit. So I I, hey, I feel I mean, where uh, they're coming Patrick. from. I've never been angry enough to do something like this. Mm-hmm. That's not new, Patrick. We had that back when I was but, in school. Mm-hmm. You think so? Like really? Like, yeah, I think so. I would agree then, with that. Then what, what has changed with – I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's changed. Uh, I, I, I mean, because – I think a massive uh, – uh, there's, you know, broken people now know that they can get attention, you know, and everyone I wants, think their, the everyone wants yep. their 15 minutes of fame or two well, – I don't know what it is now. Mm-hmm. It's maybe uh, – it's I don't even think it's 15 seconds of fame, but there's look, – look, what do you think goes through the mind of a person who hates their life so much that, you know, they don't decide to destroy themselves? I don't themselves. honestly know. They, they I, just, I don't honestly know. Because I, I mean, mm-hmm. there are. Go ahead, Rod. Go ahead. We can look at this several different ways. Your way is one way, and I'm going to be honest. I thought about that way as well. Uh, another way we can also look at how social media has changed. Worst everybody. thing. I hate to say it, but it's the worst thing that's happened to society yeah. in the last. Hundred years. Social media yeah. is an awful thing. As yes. great as it is at times, it is an awful thing at times. Also, Social media, you know, there are good and bads. Oh, Social yes. media brought us all three together. Okay, right. there's a bad part of it. Now, also, I'm going to go ahead and go on the uh, the outer edge on this. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do all this. Everybody, just collectively, us. Us three and everybody in the chat, close your eyes. Think about this. Isn't this really, really the perfect time for something like this to have happened for people who are actually anti-gun? You're saying it's too too coincidental is what you're saying. I'm going to say the same thing. Is there a bigger, is there a bigger situation going on that we, our brains can't even fathom this happening. Because the first thing I started saying, like, man, you know, that's very odd that, you know, everything was kind of quiet until the week of the, of the NRA convention. And what better way to, to, to make a statement, um, you know, and, every, and get everything in a, in a tizzy when the NRA convention is here? And I'm thinking like, nah, that couldn't happen. Nah, it couldn't you're, be. You're not the only person that thinks that way. You're definitely not the only person that thinks that way. I'm glad. I'm glad so, you know what? If there's... There, if, Dims, if there's sorry, ahead. Hank, I'm going to interrupt uh, go you. Real quick. Yeah, go for it. Dims have nothing going for them going into the midterms. I, I no. don't want to say that this was helped along, but it does not hurt their case for what's happening in the country. Um, I 
completely understand why somebody would come to that conclusion. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, I think at the end of the of the day, though, you know, without going to the level of like an Alex Jones and trying to say this people out there that are deliberately that clock, trying deliberately that trying clock to has engineer been right way more than twice. That quote unquote broken clock of his has been right way more than twice a day. And yeah, anybody that yeah. doesn't believe me should go do some reading. <laughs> well, one of the things, you know, here, here's my thing. Here, here's we could we could sit here and wonder about it or whatever it is. At the end of the day, okay, there's parents out there who lost their kids, uh, people who lost uh, their their wives or their husband, and they're mm -hmm. trying to they're trying to figure it out. Like what happens now? One of the things I want to say is that every single day this is happening in America. Okay, happened today, today in Charleston. Not I'm not just well I I know I saw what people, yeah I yeah, saw yeah I saw what you name. yeah I saw what you sent with the Charleston thing but when I when I look at that that's not this exact situation I think we've got like a, a, a an issue with gangs and things like that and how you know what's happening at if you look at something happening at a party we've seen this over and over a lot right there's mm -hmm. parties and things like that that gangs get involved in then they meet each other at this party everything gets crazy that's yeah. been going on for a long time mm -hmm. you know but not just that every day there's there's kids out there who get killed right right there's husbands and wives who get killed there's innocent people who are getting killed all the time for for lots of different reasons not just in america on the face of the planet in places where there's massive gun control places where there's no gun control at the end of the day the ultimate the ultimate reason for that is us as human beings not every human being we we live it we live in societies and and uh, we live in civilization right we we have communities and all of that because most of us want to get along with each other, want to prosper, want to build something to grow and to be happy and have a family and all of that. But there's 7 billion people on this planet. Even a small percentage of those people being broken means we can't do anything to escape from other human beings that just want to dish. They don't care. They don't give a shit. If their life is not going the way that they want it to go, they're like, everyone has to suffer. I'm not just going to jump off the planet. Everyone has to suffer. As many people as I could possibly hurt, I'm going to hurt because my life isn't happy or happening the way I expect it to happen. Am I am I wrong about that? Do you guys think there's some other reason why a human being I mean, decides to do something like this? I, I, I personally think this, man, it starts... We, we're a, a, a pussified society, okay? Um, when we grew up, and I can guarantee you, each one of you have went through this, whereas, hey, you know what? There used to be a situation where we would say it takes a village to raise a child, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, they took disciplinary, they took the, the, the uh, uh, they took church out of the school, okay? They took the political part out of the school. They took discipline out of the school, okay? Um, I remember, hell, back when I was in school, now, Patrick, you may not have had to go through this, but I can guarantee you, me and Hank did, where we would have the Dina boys and Dina girls, and you got in trouble. You got swats. Yeah, we didn't have that. We should have. Corporal punishment. <laughs> oh, and okay. now we got to the point where, okay, we can't go back to that, but guess what? 
Um, you know, we had our share of fights and everything is cool. Yeah, that's that's going to happen. But you would get your SWATs at school, and if you had a parent that was a disciplinarian at home, oh, they would you they give you more at home. home. You got home. Yeah. Yeah, for people who don't understand SWATs, because I've never heard that before, that's some kind of uh, Jacksonville thing. That, that no, uh, bro, that is not a Jacksonville thing. No, uh, SWATs. No, hey, you mean? Hey, so, no, no, no. Okay, so Hank, you no, not, the, the specific, the specific I, I, name, I, I, the specific name of it. Okay. I've been, I've been, I've gotten my ass beaten. If that's what you're talking about in school, you got, you got SWAT <laughs> with a, well, you got hit with a damn, um, a, 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 a little, a bull paddle, a paddle. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, multiple multiple things, and like you're saying, like if my mom found out that I got in trouble in school for whatever reason, you know, right. then I got more trouble from her. I mean, exactly. You know, yeah, my mother believed. I mean, it. parents, parents yeah. are too busy trying to be their child's friend instead of being parents. You know what I'm saying? Do your damn job. Make your kid. Hey, well, discipline your. Think kids. about this. That kid was for some reason, living with his grandparents. And I say kid lightly. He's 18, so he's technically an adult. Living with his grandparents. That means that there's there's a fundamental breakdown to begin with, to start with. Well, 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 not necessarily because guess what? My nephew and nephew and nieces, my mom raised them. But I guarantee you now, my mom... Yeah, the the question is why. I mean, the same thing happened in, in my family. It's not a good answer. Well, the, the the one thing is that um, my nephew's mother uh, was on drugs. Uh, his dad wasn't in the picture, which is my brother, wasn't in the picture. So my mother took it upon herself. Mm-hmm. Now, And she's not, she didn't I, do anything else. wrong. She didn't do anything wrong, but that's not the way right, right, it's right. supposed she, to go. She just took up the slack from what the parents, uh, his parents were not doing. But I will tell you this, that my mom didn't play, okay? And when I tell you... Good. No, that's, that's I, a good... My mom, I got, when I got to the point where, you know, that old saying with, uh, with, with boys, you can smell underneath your arm, and you think you're bad then, that you, or you get a taller than your, your parents, and you think that you're a man now. Yeah, if you're, smelling, you you're smelling yourself. I mean, that's exactly. what my mother called it. So, uh-huh. I would. My mom told me to go and rake the yard, and underneath my breath, I said, "I ain't finna rake no yard." <laughs> I never saw that left hook coming. <laughs> never saw it coming. I woke up on the ground, looking at the sky, wondering how the hell I got on the ground. And my mom stood over me and said, "Talk back to me one more time. I'm gonna put you under the ground." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it should be. We need more parents like that. Like. For those that looked at um, good times growing up, a James Evans type parent, mm-hmm. that's the kind of parents we need, mm-hmm. you know, out here. Yeah, and, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to know, get some of what people are saying because I know we're kind of uh, ignoring them. Night Train says we overlook a significant factor in mass shootings: fatherlessness. Um, that's true. No, that that's a massive, massive problem, and that's not just with mass shootings. That's across mm-hmm. the board. Mm-hmm. Across the board, right? Yeah, especially and, in the in the black community. Yeah, and DCG forty four. DCG forty four says they put indoctrination, um, in in the schools. I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna say real quick, blacks were mm-hmm. doing great in society. They weren't perfect. They didn't have perfect equality, but blacks were doing great in society 
before social programs came around. And adversity ruined, makes you stronger. Ruin, adversity makes fa- you stronger. Yeah. Social not, programs created fatherless homes. Yeah. And guess and, who did that? Exactly. The Democrats. So um, 42 Chilled is asking a question I'm not sure I know the answer to. He said, how did a kid afford Daniel Defense guns That's my question. minimum wage for four months? That's right? my not, kid was no making no money. He had five grand worth of equipment? Where the hell did he come up with that? Unless he's I don't even credit have a Daniel, uh, Daniel Defense. <laughs> you know? I, I'm, I too, I'm too cheap. Yeah, I've got a Daniel Defense. I got a really nice one. But once again, it's not it's not on the I that's it's a good it's a good question if that's true. If that's true, like, you know, you got to ask yourself that true. question. He had two he had two DD4 Mark 7s. He had two very nice rifles. Right. So, Pat, think about what mm-hmm. I just said now. Think about what I just said. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. And uh, there there has been some news coming out that some sort of ex-Intel person uh, was on the Discord server that this kid belonged to, where he said, hey, I do all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, you know what? The, so the question, so as we're skirting around, like, the conspiracy side of this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The reason why, the reason why we're even entertaining the conspiracies right now is because we fucking see it all the time. You know, it's, we're we're it's we're true. right now we're right now dealing we could just look in the recent past. If you look at uh Hunter Biden, if you looked at what happened with the Hillary campaign, you know, going to the FBI and and uh going after Trump, you 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 don't, you don't have to go far to see where there's all these things that happen that there's people out there deliberately trying to engineer things. You know, that's that whatever the cause is to me, whatever the cause is, it's not to say that I don't want to do something about it, but ultimately, I think we have to deal with when someone gets broken, whether someone pushes them or not, right? Like how we had the guys. What, what was the state where these like uh, retarded dudes went after the governor because they were, it was they Michigan. were pushed into it? Michigan? Michigan. Huh? They were baited into it by the FBI. They weren't retarded. They no, were just they malicious. Had, come on. So you no, you're gonna are you gonna attribute high levels of intelligence not, to them? Not, being, I'm not being saying they're they're smart. I'm I'm just saying they weren't retarded. They might have been average IQ people, but they got baited by the FBI into doing everything. Everything. You if you look into what the FBI informant baited them into most of the guys were saying i'm not really cool with this like i talk a big talk but this is not really what i'm into and then he would push them into it saying no we need to go train we need to get body armor we need to do this stop talking to people stop yeah Yeah. stop talking to people like that i mean you don't have how intelligent do you have to be to be paranoid yeah How, how intelligent do you have to be to have common sense you know what I'm saying? Oh, if someone, if someone, if someone, if someone calls me up and says, "Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to make my AR go full full auto," I mean, I don't know the, was the the first thing that jumps in my mind. Is, yeah, I I've had so is, many people reach out to setup? me asking. <laughs> yeah, because that's the building is the type of thing that I'm into on on uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. I've had lo- quite a few people ask, "Hey, can you make this for me? Hey, can you do this?" And I'm like. First off, no, that's illegal. And second off, I'm pretty sure you're an, a, an ATF agent, so f- 
fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, but here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. And, man, we're, we're burning through the time here. How? That's amazing. This is what, a good, yeah. interesting talk. Yeah. What can we actually do about this, though? In the moment when, for whatever reason, right, whatever sets that ball rolling downhill, you come across a, a broken person who's deciding to do whatever they can to, to hurt as many people as you possible. Can, is, what is, can you do? I, it's almost I, impossible to stop that. Okay. But what you can do is this. I said this in my interview. We all know I worked for the NFL for 13 years. Guess what? There's never been a man shooting at an NFL game, an NBA game, an NHL game, or a Major League Baseball game. You want to know why? Tell me why. I'll tell you why. Security precautions? <laughs> exactly. What they're saying is... Mitigation well, we processes? <laughs> right. We don't want to treat our kids living in a... Um, in a in a uh, a prison type environment at school, the okay, NBA well, and the NFL are hardened. Why would you harden a school where we put the the only thing that's valuable to me is my children? I, I've okay, got so I've got a lot either, of nice stuff. I could tell you something. Nothing is more valuable die, than my kids. It's either your kids die, or we heighten security around them. Okay, w- wake up. We're not living in the seventies and sixties where kid where it's like Beaver to. Leave it to Beaver where kids could just go to school and, you know, everything. I'm going to contest we, we never live there. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to contest that we never there there. we never lived there. There, there. there was, was a time, time yeah. when there was that illusion, but we never really lived there. There was a time when that illusion that kids are safe was easier to believe that you could do that. But we were never there. You really think, think about we were there? I disagree. I, I, I don't think we were. I don't think we were ever truly there. It was just an illusion that that existed. Maybe, no, I, maybe I, I don't think. Maybe I'm different from you guys. But I remember. I listen. I left Nigeria at 11 years old. We we, we had to have armed guards. Now, okay, I was living back, in Nigeria, but I was living there in the, the early in the early 80s, the late 70s, early 80s. So maybe back, you were living in America 50s, under that illusion. Back before the 50s, things were not as bad as they are today. Again, things right. were different. Uh, I'm not going to say they were perfect. Uh, I mean, blacks had struggles. Yeah. Hispanic, yeah, there's there all sorts perfect. of problems. But, but it's, people, it's human beings like were now. still killing human beings. Yes. Uh, the U.S. did we're not break. look we're like break. a third. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yeah, so let me just bring up, uh, and I do think we're having a great conversation, by the way. Uh, Mm -hmm. Let me just Mm -hmm. bring up Cruise Man. Cruise Man says uh, UT clock tower shooting was in the 60s. There's a lot of, a lot of bad Mm -hmm. things happened, but was it... That people even talk about it. Lots of bad. You think so? Wait, the Catholic Church only decided to start going after little kids recently. No, they've been they've been predatory for a long time. But that's not what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. I'm Catholic, so I know. Trust me. Yeah, right. that's, yeah. That, but I, I, that, unfortunately, that's, I know that too. I mean, that happened all you, over the world. If you want to say that, if you want to give the broad statement that human beings are 
inherently bad, then yeah, it's true. It's been around forever. We were super violent all the way up until the 1800s, probably no 1900s, and then we pretended like we were less violent, and then we're getting back to being violent again. Yeah, I don't. I'm not saying so. I'm not. If you if you look, mm -hmm. I'm hold on real quick. If you look Mm -hmm. at the times we live in, we are less violent than humans right now, especially first world humans are less violent and have to deal with less violence than they ever had in the history of humankind ever, ever, ever now at this point right now. Yeah. So that's, so that's kind of like, Oh, it's a weird juxtaposition, right? I would agree with you in that people now have it better than they ever did, but maybe in the past when horrible things were happening, no one covered it. No one even knew people were not even, you didn't have a 24 hours news cycle. We've talked about this before. Yeah. People have been killing off their kids or killing other kids or doing destructive things for a long time. The first quote unquote mass shooting, in the u.s that was recorded was in or i guess you'd call him a spree killer happened in like 1946 or 7 or it might have been in the early 50s of a guy that mm. was a loner who came back from world war ii and trained with a pistol and then took his grievances exactly what it sounds like here he took his grievances out on his small community mm-hmm. um, it's an interesting read uh, he, yeah. t- he practiced in his basement with a luger that he brought back from world war ii and then used it to good effect uh, unfortunately mm-hmm. but so isn't a necessarily new concept. Um, but, but guys, we just, I, I think we just see it more than the new news site. And there's money in, I don't necessarily know how much could, how profitable it was to push these type of things back then, where now there is money to be made by being a victim or, taking away someone's rights yeah. or but also look for, in, in world war money. ii how old were kids going off to fight war in world war ii 16 my my uh my great uncle who's no longer with us was 16 or 17 when he got signed off to go mm-hmm. he fought in uh uh he was a marine in guadalcanal and then he was in uh korea and vietnam yeah he was a hard dude he was a hard human being We've been doing horrible things to each other from oh, either we, the literal, the biblical, every beginning of we time used to, that we, we go used back to. We used to burn people. It was worked very well. But yeah, we're no longer allowed to use flamethrowers, though, though it was a very, very good weapon. Um, yeah. we, were, we are hard. Humans like killing each other. We're good at it. It's just the way it is. Now what's happening, one of the things I would agree with is that I think that today everything is easier for everyone. And because everything's easier, there's a lot of people who feel really entitled. And if they can't get there, whatever, you know, uh, whatever the stuff is that's keeping people plugged into the matrix, they lose their shit. Right. Um, I agree. No, I agree. That, that's that's why on a slight tangent, that's why I say that less than a week in in le- Less than a week, if people, if if all power and food and everything got shut off to major cities, people will be killing and eating each other in less than a week because yeah. of that. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're so yeah. used to having. So you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, I mean, I think it's like we're preaching, we're preaching to the choir. We know the thing to do is to try to protect the children. If you think the children mean something, this is the craziness that happened in Florida, like here in Florida, right? We have uh, the the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas 
bill that went into effect and took away people's gun rights in Florida. So we're talking everything. You can't buy anything until you're over 21. You you know, red flags, uh, all kinds of stupid shit. You know that they haven't even convicted that kid yet? Uh, yeah. They've been trial. Yeah, they haven't... They, they they haven't even the, the, I think the trial is ongoing right now. It right? is, yeah it's, yeah, it's still going on. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, this is this is like you know these kinds of things happening. At the end of the day, they put all these laws in effect. Now, one of the reasons why Republicans went out there and agreed to this because in Florida this happened with Florida being controlled by Republicans. This is also going to happen in Texas. We're going to see it here. Like everyone thinks Texas is all Republicans are going to do. We're going to see a, a bunch of crap go into a, a effect in Texas. I don't want it. That's what's going to happen. You might see a whole bunch of stuff go into effect in the country in general, because obviously, like people are talking about here in the chat, and I've, I've already gotten lots of warnings and notices about it. Democrats are out there fronting, I think at this point, maybe eight, ten, uh, you know, a hundred bills to go up. And there's going to be Republicans that are going to agree to that. One of the things, yeah, one of the things that one of the things that Republicans here in Florida, one of the reasons why they agreed to it, they said, well, you know, if we if we if we are reasonable and we compromise, we'll get the ability to guard the kids in the school, which never happened. Florida schools are just as open as anywhere else to this crap still after everything. After the Parkland shooting. There was a uh, a directive, and I know this for a fact with law enforcement, that you are no longer to wait for backup to come. You are now to go in, at least here in Duval County, to go in and stop the threat at, by any means necessary. Because remember, those cops sat back out uh, at Broward County uh, waiting for advice on how to move in. So they said no. You're not going to do that anymore. You're just going to go in and stop the threat at that point. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous yeah. thing I ever heard. Like, it, this happened, obviously, or they're saying this happened in Uvalde, that these cops thought they had a hostage situation or a barricade situation and waited around. Yeah, it, it's. It, I mean, you would want to say this seems logical and easy to come to the conclusion that yeah, if well, someone's well, hey, in a school with a gun, you go in hey, the school, you, you find you, the person. <laughs> hey, you didn't hear this today. They came out today. They didn't think that because guess what? Somebody um, was live streaming on Facebook. A, a little girl was in there saying that they're shooting us. So they couldn't have thought it was a, a hostage situation. And this came from over the police radio that they were live streaming on. Mm -hmm. So no, they didn't think it was a hostage situation. Not when somebody inside is saying... We need you guys to come in now. So, they're shooting us. So let me just one of the weird things about this whole thing, and I don't know, I don't know that much about Uvalde, but I've actually been there several times, right? So I'm not, but I'm not going to pretend I know Uvalde. Um, when we went to the, remember the drive tanks thing, or remember the Gundies? That's where that happens. That is a little. In order to get to Uvalde. You, you, let's say for me here in Florida, I start driving and then eventually I, I meet Texas. And then eventually after a couple of months, I get to Uvalde of driving in Texas. That's how like far and remote that place is in Texas. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you fly into an airport, okay, in Texas, you will be on the road for somewhere between 
like three hours or more before you get to Uvalde. Do you understand that? This is one of the most remote remote places in America. But the, okay. the SWAT team had just three months earlier trained in that very same school for a mass shooting situation. So that same school. So, but so the the thing that that brings up is why would a place like this? Why would this happening? They're not so remote that they don't know what's happening in America, what's happening in exactly. schools, right? right? Why would they sit back? Why does someone have to come to, who's not even part of the response team have to go in there, save his own family, which I don't blame him for that, and then go back and kill the guy before they even do anything about it? Hey, that's what me and Babyface were just talking about. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying it's, it's, yeah, a, it's a hard one to escape that there's something weird and crazy happening here in America. And instead what? of people talking about, oh, we need more, we have so much gun control. In America, it's not even funny, and people are thinking, oh, it's gun control. No one's thinking, what the fuck happened that in this place, in this place in Texas, how did, how did this happen that these folks who are living out, who, these, these cops who responded to this thing didn't, didn't go, you know what, let's just fucking go in there. Let's find out. This is a school. There's little kids in here. Like, it's, you don't have to go far, man. If you show up and you see elementary on school on the outside of that, that's all you need to tell you that there's little kids in there. Then there, there are multiple security measures that failed. You have the teacher that left the dang on door open. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just to me, it's just too much of a perfect situation that happened. Okay, the teacher left the door at the very instant that the guy was coming in with the gun. Okay, so I think people. Now, uh, I I would say this. I would say this. People do that shit to to doors all the time. I don't. Okay, mean, but now, yeah. I mean, come on. If you worked, if you worked in a, if you worked in a place where the doors are supposed to be secure, the number one thing that people's asses do is block the doors open. That's the so number one thing. Let me thing. ask you this: mm-hmm. How how in the hell did the police? Now the police are saying that they couldn't get into the school and they had to get the janitor key to open the door. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, that sent me over the top then. Because I'm like, wait, wait, something's going on here. I mean, you can put, you can blow up my ass and I know it's damn air, you know, but shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell me that all of this stuff went on at the right moment. So how did the guy, how did the guy who went there and got his family, his out of there, and then come back and kill this guy. How did he do that? Uh, that, that that's the, the, that's the thing is, we have so much, we are missing so many pieces to the puzzle that mm-hmm. aren't yeah. really... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I can't even find a solid timeline that... We'll never we, know. We, Someone says this is just like Las Vegas. We'll probably never know. They'll never actually mm-hmm. tell people what happened here. The report today is that the Uvalde PD is no longer... Uh, helping with the investigation done by the school board or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so Hank, you just said Las Vegas. We never find out the whole true story on never, that. And we never, we never will. will. The FBI just closed that case. They were like, no, nope, we don't know. That's what we're going to tell you. Let's just later. pretend like nothing mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. So, this is the weird, this is, I don't know, there's so many weird things. And this is why to me, like, I didn't look at what Trump had to say at the NRA thing. Because I don't care. I don't care what he had to say. As far as I'm concerned, I I don't even... 
I, this is one of the reasons why I think the NRA is totally irrelevant. Why the fuck is Trump invited back over there when during his presidency he put he gun banned control plastic. in effect? Yeah. Yep. Why is he invited back to the NRA and people are acting, oh, this is awesome. Let's hear what Trump has to say about this. I think they, they didn't have I, I don't, that they could put up there that would garner his attention. Yeah. And then I saw this. This <laughs> so funny. I was looking at this thing. I think I sent it to you guys where a guy basically infiltrated their asses. The media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and, yeah. uh, you know, a comedian. And they're just sitting there, and I don't, I don't really want to play too much of it because I don't want to get into. I'm gonna definitely not play the audio. This doesn't look like it's super packed to me, by the way. That doesn't look mm-hmm. super packed to me. But this is, this is the meeting that you said you couldn't get into, Rod Mills, which does not look packed. And I think they uh, have, yeah, several of these though. Well, this is the one with Wayne Lapierre sitting in the crowd, and this Wayne, guy. This guy is. But I'm not sure who's saying when there where Trump was at, though. No, that's a the the Trump one is probably a different thing. Um, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't doubt the Trump one will be packed. But who the fuck? Why would you want to go see Trump if you're a gun guy? Why would you want to go see Trump speak at the NRA if you're going well, to a show that's about gun rights? Why would you want to mm-hmm. see a president who literally made a piece of plastic into a machine gun? Didn't appoint. <laughs> anyone to the ATF to rein their asses in and open the door for all the bullshit that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, right now, talking- from, from that time that, from that time that Vegas happened and then Trump immediately, okay, decided he was going to make a bump stock, a machine gun and the NRA could not stop him or he got their blessing, which I would, I would tend to believe that guaranteed. They, yeah, he got their blessing we are now looking at where, like, um, JSD Supply, for example, right? Those guys are shut down. They can't sell anything. These they're, mm-hmm. they're being bled dry, and we're just, like, all looking at it while these guys are going out of business because the ATF goes, yeah, you can't sell anything. If you sell anything, we're going to consider you're selling guns. And they're literally – that's for selling the 80 percenters. So they're going to they're gonna bleed this company to death. And we're all just going to look at them slowly dying. That's what's happening. So how to me, I'm like, how how can you go to the NRA and sit down and listen to Trump talk his shit? All I know is that uh, when Trump came, that they they were sold out for that. Now, I'm, again, I never go to any of those meetings. I mean, because mm-hmm. I I have no interest in them to be honest mm-hmm. with you. You know, I'm there for the vendors. And to see everybody on the floor, um, that's what I'm there for. Right. No, I'm not. I'm not blaming you for that. I'm just saying, I, and I know why. Why you do did what you did. I know why. There's companies who went there, right? These are commitments they made a long time ago. There. I don't think. I'm not trying to say that companies going to the end to the NRAM are you know are evil or anything for like that for doing it. But it's kind of like it's it's a it's a wasted it's a wasted idea to think that Trump being there is going to do something. It's a wasted idea to think that the NRA is going to do something right now. They're just trying to figure out what kind of deal that they can make to support some more gun control so that the New York attorney general uh, eases up off their ass. That's what they're doing right now. You know. 
why would they, if they really cared about uh, guns, if they really cared about the Second Amendment in America, why would they invite back the guy that took a piece of plastic, made it a machine gun, all right, didn't do anything to rein in the ATF, and then like, playing, hey, come back and talk to people. They're, they're playing politics. That's exactly, that's all they are. They're a political organization that is only interested in raising money. That's all the NRA does. They yeah. used to be worth some, worth a shit, but they're not any longer. And I think we can all agree. Yeah. Um, DCG44 says Trump was publicity, Hank, money. Mm-hmm. And Night mm-hmm. Train That's says exactly Daniel, Daniel Defense backed out of the NRA show at the last minute. Yeah, Good I noticed that they went there. Yeah. Safari Land wasn't there either. Um, it's just, I don't know, man. It just seems, uh, what makes me mad about it is a waste of time and energy to do those things and we're not really fighting the battle that we need to fight we're not shoring mm-hmm. up the spines of the republicans in congress you know to 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 uh you know hold up the dam against all this stuff that's going to be that's going to be coming out there you know that's that's the thing that really frustrates me and bothers me about this right now places like the nra the republican party out there they're just trying to figure out how to compromise more shit away you know, that's what that's what they're doing. Um, Night Train said Trump told senators you're afraid of the NRA. Yeah, he's obviously not afraid of them. He's he's working with them. You know, they the NRA realizes that those five million NRA dudes who have no fucking clue what the NRA has been up to and what they've been doing with their money and that they haven't been fighting for shit. Those people mm-hmm. don't care. They see Trump. They're like, oh, yeah, there we go. Trump. Awesome. And then the next thing you know, when their shotgun is considered a machine gun, what? Where'd that come from? How'd that happen? How is a shotgun now a machine gun? You know? Think about that. Yeah. Um, Cruzman says disband Uvalde police. Yeah. Um, you know, what is this? Brian Quick says, I think Uvalde will end up like Las Vegas. They'll make getting information difficult. FOIA will be denied. No one will be held accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Quick says, also, don't forget many Democrat governors released many criminals at the beginning of COVID. C- obviously, criminals aren't the problem, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, making Making... It more difficult for regular people to defend themselves while all the people talking shit have armed people securing them. Uh, that's going to totally fix it. Hey, hey, guess what? The last three mass shooters did have a did not have a criminal record. Buffalo didn't. Uvalde that's... didn't. And California didn't. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got like 10 seconds here. The weird thing about Buffalo, isn't there an ex-FBI agent that's right now being investigated for a connection to that whole thing? I don't know. Yeah, that one. yeah. we're going to come right back here in a sec. With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. All right, we're back. I think if you look it up, I need to pull up something. Someone here will probably... But I thought I saw that there was like an FBI agent that's being investigated 
in the middle of that whole uh, Buffalo thing. Uh, yeah, here we go. Here's one thing right here. Authorities investigating a former FBI agent knew Buffalo mass shooting was going to take place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is going to be, there's going to be some weird stuff that comes out of that. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someone's also going to, you know, someone's also going to debunk that whole thing. But people ignore warning signs. Like, I'm pretty sure this in in Uvalde, this kid was saying on social media that he was going to he was going to do something. Right. I'm sure. So he, he Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was not unknown. Yeah, it never is. Yeah. Um, yeah. The only thing that you could do is defend yourself in the moment. That's it. Uh, DCG 44 says gun control will pass. Then more and more at some point we either give up or say no. What do you guys think about that? I don't think. All I know that uh, Canada's uh, prime minister today banned all guns. Guns. Here. Handguns. Yeah. I wonder if yeah. that includes for, for the people guarding him. No, absolutely not. No, he has. He gets to have guns. He really, what they what they're trying special. to do is freeze sales, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they're trying to do in Canada. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? To uh, Patrick, you go ahead and answer that question. What do you think? If gun control is coming, what does that mean to you? No, I don't think it is. Um, I I think the Republicans know that that their base is fired up against this shit. Uh, so they're not looking to to allow anything through. I think it'll mm -hmm. it'll easily pass the House, uh, mm -hmm. but it it won't pass the Senate. They'll filibuster it. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it. They're playing again. They're, everybody is playing their part in this play. That's all this is. This mm -hmm. is just a show mm -hmm. to say, hey, yeah, let's let's all play our part. We know they put all this stuff on the table because they know it won't pass. Schumer and Pelosi know none of this will pass. Yeah. Um, and they only put it out there so they can come November, they can all say, well, this congressman voted against all this. You should vote for me. That's all this is. hundred percent. Yeah. So here's this thing that I'm putting up here. Um, and, and swing raise voters the age, raise the age act, <laughs> prevent gun trafficking act. The untraceable we should be lowering the act. age of everything, by the way. Yeah. yeah. It's all, it's all crazy. Closing the bump stock loophole. What's the point of being an adult if you can't do anything that yeah. an adult does? Yeah, the Keep Americans Safe Act. We should, you know. if we're going to be raising the age of all these different things, then we need to be raising the age of adults going to war. You don't go to war until you're 21. Simple as. But by guarantee, the, the government does not want that to happen. Oh. Why would you, I mean, why would you even have to go to war? Guys, think about this. You shouldn't have guns. Anytime somebody says, well, we need to do gun control, the next question I'm going to say is, well, what if that doesn't work? What are you going to do then? Nobody ever can say what happens next. Well, what if gun control doesn't end, doesn't work, which we know it won't, but yes. let's say, let's just say, hey, you know what? What if you do gun control and it doesn't work? What are you going to do after that? Well, we've already we've that? already we've already run that experiment. There's tons of well, yeah, that, that, that was the 1994 Clinton, Clinton thing. But oh, uh, but there's still but, there's still gun control in, in, involved in America. People can't willy nilly go out there and buy guns. It just doesn't happen. Hmm. I mean, guns are we manufactured have, on the strict. Don't we have a ten day waiting period now? 
if you don't have a CC, if you don't have a CCW, if you're over, you have to be over 21. There's all kinds of uh, gun control, red flag laws. There's all kinds of all kinds of laws in effect in America. Um, there's lots of different ones, right? If we looked on the books, there would be a shit ton of laws on the books. That what what does that stop? There's laws against you a whole bunch of stuff I, on the books. You guys saw what I had to go through with that that dude running for sheriff here. Mm-hmm. What an idiot that guy is. Yeah, you called him out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, what? Hey, do you want to so do you want to explain to people what that is? I would have to uh, go and pull up your explain to everyone what we're talking about okay. here because people may not. Okay, know. so the uh, our sheriff uh, currently will be at the end of his term in November. Uh, so you got a bunch of um, new candidates out there running for sheriff. Well, this guy that, that's running for sheriff having to be on my Facebook friends list and. Why? He, huh? Why? Why? Why is he on there? Yeah. Well, I mean, why are you Facebook? Been, uh, why are you Facebook friends well, with this well, idiot? Well, he's been Facebook friends with me for about five years before he even thought about running for sheriff. Okay. All right. Okay. So his thing is, I, I saw a excerpt, expert excerpt, where he was saying about common sense gun reform. No such common thing. No such thing. no such thing. No such thing. I'm like, so you mean gun control? No, common sense gun reform. There is no such thing as common sense gun reform. It's gun control. Call it what you. Then he starts. Well, I don't think it was him. I think it was somebody in his campaign. No, bull, <laughs> bull effing shit. That was him hiding behind somebody in his campaign, so oh, really? he could have okay. plausible deniability. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he's going through all this crap, talking about this and that. I'm like, dude, there ain't no fucking way, I'll, excuse my French, that I would ever vote for you. And I will make sure that nobody that I know uh, votes for you because I'm, I'm actually going to put, I guess he didn't think that I would um, go to the extent that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, I'm like, no, we we're not about to have a sheriff of our city here be anti-gun. Yeah, I'm you trying know? to I'm trying to find that post that you did on Facebook, but just man, look at my Facebook timeline. Yeah, you 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 post a lot of stuff on your timeline. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So it's kind of I don't even want to show everything I'm scrolling through here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, somehow Lola will say, "Why are you showing all this stuff?" Yeah. So basically, there's a there's a uh, a very Terry a, Cummings. Yeah, there's a liberal sheriff here in in Jacksonville running, and he wants to he wants to do some common sense, right? That's his yeah. idea, right? Mm-hmm. Common sense gun reform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I'm like, no, you we're not talking about no gun reform here. No, not in my city. Mm-hmm. Not as long as I can help it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I'm like. No, we're not going to do. Hey, what you need to do is stress for every citizen out there that is able-bodied to go out there, get a gun, get trained, mm-hmm. and and defend themselves. Okay? Yeah, yeah, to defend yourself because we already know that. Guess what? Police officers can't. We don't have twenty-four hour guards here. Yeah, Patrick Nobody is showing uh, for, for 
For folks uh, listening on audio, Patrick has some kind of mug or something that says nobody's. My new, this is my new mug. But yeah. this is true. How true is this? Nobody is coming to save you. They're not required to to save you. Nope. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the thing about the sheriffs in you or or the uh, deputies or whatever the police department was in Uvalde. They're not required mm-hmm. to save you from anything. They don't have no, to save you. <laughs> that's not their. That's not their business. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. I'm not making that yeah. up. That's what the Supreme Court says, right? Supreme Court. Yeah. I, and guess what? I teach that in my concealed weapons class. Mm-hmm. I got a copy of it um, in my classroom right now, and I let them know, hey, do you know that it is not the police department's job to save your life, mm-hmm. okay? It is up to you to save your life until the police comes on scene, and police do not show up on scene before crimes happen. We all know that. Let's let's be realistic here. Mm-hmm. It is your job and your duty to protect yourself and your family until they come on scene. Mm-hmm. Now, I would it would really go a long way if we had law enforcement verbally verbally saying this shit too, but they won't say it verbally. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so that would really go a long hell of a way if we had. Po- now, I will tell you this: you know who does say that? Polk County Sheriff says that. Mm-hmm. Polk County, Florida. I love that dude. Greedy Judd ain't no joke. Yeah. He at the end no of joke. the day, at the end of the day, you're responsible for you and and the people around you. You've got to you've got to defend yourself. And they, but by the way, people can you know if we wind up in America where these politicians and all these other idiots who try to run and control our lives decide that they're going to make guns illegal, it doesn't matter to me. I really don't give a shit. Uh, I'm I'm just you know I don't care. I'm not going to declaw myself and defang myself and leave myself defenseless, you know, and, and have so, no way to protect my, my, myself and my, and my family and the people I love and I care about. I'm not going to do so it. So the question is, what happens if gun control happens? Well, you know what, then, if you never heard or if you never seen Civil War, you're going to get it then. That's what's going to happen. It's, it's, that's, perhaps, perhaps. I think there's going to be states... Or or places in states, because I know even Florida is not one, you know, one whole thing. But there's going to be parts of America, even here inside of Florida, that those people make might comply with that and leave themselves wide open. They're just going to have anarchy. You know, that's it. That's all. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll just have that. That's yeah. it. I mean, and they can have it I if they know. want it. But then I think there's other places where people aren't going to go for that. You yeah. know? We've got other places and other sheriffs and and it's the this is why the local people matter. You know, those those local folks that are that are dealing with reality on the ground are not gonna have that. They're just not gonna have exactly. it. And they're not gonna go exactly. along with it. You know? But there will be places. I would like to see New York City do that. To try to try to completely disarm yourself and see if you can wave that magic wand and everything's gonna gonna be okay in New York City or in LA or Miami or wherever the hell right. people are crazy enough to have you always that. have you ever noticed how it's always somebody else's problem somebody else's fault <clears throat> yeah those municipalities have done that to the best of their ability and then they go well because so and so state or so and so city doesn't regulate their firearms they just flood into here and commit all sorts of crimes always somebody else's 
Always somebody else's fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Night Train is saying, I was in Philadelphia part of this last holiday weekend. It was reported that 13 people were shot in that city of brotherly love. Yeah, nobody there's gives a, a shit of, about Chicago. There's a lot of death and destruction. Um, we need to set up on. a website that's just like the Chicago murder count. Because nobody gives a, a rat's hairy ass about Chicago. It was over 44 at one point uh, last week. Yeah, the weekend before. I have yeah. a tough time believing that anyone, you know, really genuinely cares. Um, because the, here's the funny thing. Do you know how many people are every single day destroying their own children? Do you know how, do you know how often I'm that happens? Than I care to know. Yeah. And that's not no one that's like a that's like a mass self genocide that no one's really worried about. No one's sitting there like, okay, yeah, this is horrible that this happened to these kids. But you know what? Yeah, it's it's okay that I I decide that I'm going to destroy my own kids. Right? That's the crazy upside down world that we live in, you know? Um, like I saw some memes. I saw some memes of people like, "Oh, you, you know, you, you say that laws don't work." There, you know, there's people who like put out these memes against gun guys like us, and they're like, "Oh, you, but you said laws don't work. So why do you expect? Why do you expect someone to? If you don't expect anyone to pay attention to the to the gun laws, why do you expect someone to pay attention to abortion laws?" No, I don't expect anyone to pay any attention to any fucking law. That's a false. That's a false equivalency. It, yeah, <laughs> one does not equal the other. It's, it's that's a weak, stupid argument for weak, stupid people. It's it has not one has nothing to do with the other. Yeah, but at the end of the day, if anybody, uh-huh. if anybody tries to bait you into an argument like that, just walk away because they're trying to play you for an idiot. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Sorry, I'm in the it, middle of eating, but yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brian Quick says, we talk about how we would resist if some crazy new law came down, and yet why does anyone still have an arm brace on their gun? <laughs> okay. I don't have any arm braces in this house. You lost, <laughs> them, you lost them all in a boat, boating accident? Did Rob Mills no, freeze? I don't have any. Or is Rod no, Mills post? There. Yeah, he's posting on Facebook right now. I could tell. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, you are. What are you doing? He's looking at big booty bitches. That's Rod Mills' <laughs> favorite favorite thing on Instagram. <laughs> triple B hashtag Triple B. I'm looking at you guys. <laughs> okay. Um, Night Train says my sense is that they won't actually come around with jackbooted government goon squads, but will make it difficult to renew a driver's license. Take out a loan, etc. If you don't hand in your hardware, hmm. you don't need what? What? Why do you have to follow any law? Let's just go into lawlessness, right? What does it matter? You know, we're already we're already this, there. Locally, they had um, the other day where they were talking about the Second Amendment, and they were they were saying, "Well, the Second Amendment says a well-regulated militia." And they say, well, hold on, there's something else goes to that too now. Uh shall not be infr- the, the, the uh shall not be infringed. And they were like, oh, yeah. You know, so the news always tries to get around, you know, 
the way that they to get people to be see their point of view. I think it's just and trying to like, confuse people. I think it's the right of the people trying to confuse people. Their arms shall not be infringed. I think it's just trying to confuse people. We're living in a country that's celebrating that the people in the Ukraine are taking up guns. But no, people in America shouldn't have guns. Well, there's there's horrible people knocking on the door of the people in the Ukraine. Guys, I'm going to a question. People. Sure, go, go how, for it. How much money have we donated over to Ukraine? Oh, you don't want to know. Uh, what just, is it? Just, is it just, I don't know. I'm going to guess it's somewhere over $100 billion. I don't know. Okay, think about this. You mean to tell me we can't put that amount, same amount, to put a police officer in every school? I don't. I don't think one. I don't think there's any interest in doing that. Why? Right? It, 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 it would save mass shooting averted right there. Yeah, I don't know if one police officer on their own could do it. I don't know if it's even necessary. I know zero I think, can't. Yeah, I know. Yes, you're right. But what I'm saying is, I think there's plenty of people that would happily volunteer. I know I would. I would volunteer. Go through. Jump through whatever hoops. Go do training or whatever and spend my time you know uh at a school as as part of something i think it takes more than one person and i think it takes a better plan than what we have in america all of this stuff happens and no one says like what is the plan for these people to secure your kids people are sending their kids to school and have no idea of what the plan is my kids went to when they were in uh high school for example they were in a school that had one guy there but what's what's that if so, if someone is is uh, hell bent on creating destruction like this, that one guy on his own isn't going to be enough. My thing is this: I want to know. Other than, uh, and unfortunately, Parkland is a bad example because they did have a police officer. And he he, what he did was he looked. He made a business decision. Uh, he was going to uh, retire out. He wasn't about to lose his life for retirement. Exactly. So we don't need. And to he have still kept his pension. That man should have been strung up for cowardice back in the school. He made a business decision, and, you know, we should have one SWAT team member at every school. Okay. I mean, that's a start. That's better than what we got right now. Matter of fact, um, that, is, that is 50% better than what we have right now. Go ahead, Patrick. Rod, I was just going to say, uh, for anybody that's out there that wants – that wants to argue, anybody that's looking mm -hmm. to argue, look up the difference between a prefatory clause and an operative clause. Um, mm -hmm. And then you can put both of those together with Second Amendment if you want to search for something. And that'll give you all you need to know if anybody ever says it's about the militia. Mm -hmm. No, that's a prefatory clause. The operative clause says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. There's Exactly. The right that's the for anybody that wants, to, that wants to go read and learn a little bit. Prefatory clause, operative clause are the two terms you'll need to know. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think it takes a, a, you know, I would agree with the folks as people out there saying it takes, uh, you know, more than one person. Brian Quick says uh, one cop on any school campus isn't enough. You have to have embedded armed school personnel, teacher, administration, etc. You have to have actual, you know, um, policies that people have to follow. 
you know, in terms of uh, securing the building and all that. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. You know, the thing is, what happens inevitably, even here in Florida, every time you bring that stuff up, the first thing that people say about it is, um, you know, uh, <laughs> the first thing that people say is, oh, I don't want I don't want guns in the school around my kids. That's interesting. Kids, it's in- well, it's interesting because there are schools in America that there's there's multiple armed people in there around the right. kids it's called the schools that your congressman and your senators kids go to <laughs> you know there's lots of people in there uh armed to protect those kids the problem is so guys, is that people do don't want go ahead what's up no this is going to be an interruption do you guys want an off-topic conversation real quick sure i'm gonna need marley's help with this uh-oh go grab the red blanket i'm gonna tell a story i'm gonna tell a story oh, no. of patrick and his favorite childhood blanket Oh Lord, your, your blankie is coming out now. Your security my blankie, blankie is coming out. No shit, my oh, blankie is coming sakes. out. Okay, Rod. Hold on, Marley's I, going to get it. I gotta so, apologize to Rod Mills for this in advance. <laughs> so, uh, my parents before I was even born. Can you see this? Mm-hmm. This big it's got sheep, sheep on it. For fuck's sake, it's got sheep on it. <laughs> this my was parents your before I was born. This was this was a a gift from my grandmother to my dad. Well before I was born. Um, and as a kid, I probably when I was like five or six, I took it over and it became my blanket. Like this is this is the blanket I travel with. Like if I the go look on Mar- the look on Marley's hotel, face, <laughs> Rod Mills. If I go to a hotel, if I'm sitting in bed, this is the blanket I use for oh, everything. My. I've had this thing for whatever thirty three years now. So as you can see, you can almost see through it. It's getting very thin for thirty three years old. Um, and I so like I, how I like how Marley put that on your. Oh no, you didn't. I went on eBay and I found a second one. Uh, these aren't obviously aren't made anymore. This is from a, a German company that made them back in the like seventies and eighties. But I found a gray one on eBay the other day, and Marley was like, "Yeah, go ahead and buy it." <laughs> you know what? Oh my lord! So okay, Rod's not even looking at any of this, but the funny thing. The funny thing that happened is that Marley put that on his shoulders and patted him like, there you go, you big baby. I, when I go on vacation, <laughs> when, when I go on vacation, the blanket goes with me. When I travel, when I do, the blanket goes everywhere with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had that thing, I've had, seriously, I've had that thing for like 33 years and it's hold, held up pretty damn well. But um, I, I don't know about you know, anybody you're a big man. There. You're I, a big man baby, basically. I don't know about anybody else out there. I sleep really hot. I can't sleep under the covers because I like it makes me sweat. So that blanket is my godsend. I sleep under that blanket. It is the perfect temperature. My body is perfectly used to it. And then Marley let me go get a second one. So there you go. <laughs> there's our there's our offshoot for tonight. <laughs> is it a weighted blanket? Yeah, I don't know. This it's one a, isn't. We it's have, wool, right? You know is what? it wool? Uh, that one's it's yeah, it's wool. Mm-hmm. Um, Marley. But last two times that she bought sheets and a comforter, she bought weighted comforters. Mm-hmm. And during wintertime, I'll sleep under the, the comforter because it's warmer. But 
weighted blankets are pretty awesome. Let me tell you, they feel very soothing. Yeah. Um, we've got some comments here that I'm going to get in. Um, let me go. <laughs> Lola says, oh, how sweet. DCG44 says, that's pretty cool, Patrick. Lola says, hashtag blanky. <laughs> Uh, and then 42 Chill says, when you go to NB, carry your blankie. Uh, you know what's funny? I Marley can tell you, uh, most of you guys that know me can tell you that I have things in my life that are like precious to me. Certain objects that I keep that I'm like, I'll never get rid of that. I get emotionally attached to, to certain things. Like I've had the same belt for like five or six years and I fucking love it. I don't want to get rid of it. I've had the same wallet for a while. I don't want to get rid of that. So you're like that a freak, you know what? You're like it. a freaking hobbit. Do you know that? That's what you a little bit the, probably the, yeah. The best way for me to describe it is you're like a hobbit. There's there's things that you have to do. You got to have first yeah. breakfast, second breakfast, first breakfast, yeah, yep. breakfast. In the Patrick, morning, Patrick has day. to go on a date with Marley every so often, every week. Yeah, we go out, got, we have a good time. He's, he's, but no, every I work. Morning, if I'm I, awake, I'm working. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing anything today. Today I'm going yeah. on this. I'm having a date. It's date night. That's normal. That's that's normal. See that you're supposed to be like that. But no, I'm a I'm a total creature of habit. Um, because I work from home, I have I found that if I didn't uh, get force myself to get out of the house, sometimes I wouldn't. Uh, so now my thing is every morning there's a Dunkin' that's like two blocks down. That's really nice. Uh, every morning I go to Dunkin', I get my coffee and a donut, and I come back and drink my coffee while I'm starting my work day, and that guarantees me that I get out of the house at least once per day. But no, I'm a total, Hank can tell you, I'm a total creature of habit, 100%. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 I like, I like it's my, reasonably I like annoying. my, <laughs> I like my stuff, and Hank, you can't even pretend, you know you like your stuff, too. Hank likes cars. <laughs> it's not oh, just that, you don't, you don't understand Patrick, man. Patrick has a whole it's not just his stuff. It's a whole bunch of traditions and specific ways that shit has to happen. Otherwise he gets I, mad, you know. He's gonna he's throw probably, a tantrum. you know, that's probably right. I don't know which ones you're referencing, but that's probably true. Yeah. yeah he's, he's a superstitious guy. No, it's oh, not I'm it's, very, it's not very not superstitious. He he like certain days, these are days off. You know? He has to have certain days off. He has to go on his. Uh, how many vacations do you take? Every you take at least one that I know one of that must freaking happen. Yeah, these vacations yeah. must happen. You know, he's like, I work. Well, we we plan ahead because both. Of, I mean, both of us are working people, so we have to plan well ahead to make sure that we both have time off. And yeah, yeah no, absolutely, no, no. He's got to get his certain amount of video game play in. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I like I like it. I do yeah. like that. Yeah. Cruise Man says need to leave off the FP from from BFP. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, I, I bet you there's a lot of people out there that have creature comforts and creature habits yeah. that they just follow. Like, yeah. Oh no, I'm one oh, of those. No. This is game night. It's game night. I gotta do Yeah, no, night. we have we have board game night once a week. Uh, so yeah, that's another one that Hank makes fun of because we do yep, we yep. because I have real friends in real life that come over and play board games at our house. Yeah, yeah. Patrick uh, has he has the same friends from like when when are your your, your boys uh, middle I, school? All of my friends school. I've known. Is that all of my really good friends I've known since sixth grade? Yeah, um, we've had we've had some additions, some add-ons since then. But oh my god, I'm a Hank and I don't 
don't know if Hank realizes I'm a very closed off person. I'm very tight knit. I don't just allow anybody into my circle. Doesn't happen. Yeah, you're like a hobbit. It takes it takes a lot to to be in my like inner circle. That is a very very tight group of Man. people. I'm not even surprised at this baby blanket nonsense with you. I'm oh hell yeah! I'm not even surprised. I didn't think you would I, be. No, no, I'm not surprised. And I'm telling you, I challenge people to go back and see the part where Marley just puts it on his shoulders and pats it. <laughs> there you go, young knows, big baby. She knows. She knows. <laughs> Do you have a little one of those for for a buckshot? <laughs> no, no. But the damn the dog loves sleeping under that. Thing. Buckshot is your is your freaking spirit spirit animal. He is me as a dog, hundred percent. Even Marley says that he is absolutely oh me as a dog. Yeah, and Patrick, I got a question exactly for you. Me. Mm-hmm. I I got a question for you. I thought about you on Saturday when I was at the uh, Century Arms booth. Is that Sentry Arms MP5 as good as, or almost as good as the HK MP5? Yeah, pretty much. Have you have same. you have you seen one? Have you seen one, Patrick? Yeah, in person? They, they a, I haven't seen them in person, but I, yeah. I I know what they are. They're okay. They're uh, the contract was from MKE. They were importing them mm-hmm. from Turkey, um, right? But for whatever reason, MKE stopped importing them and. Uh, Century Arms picked them up. I have no, actually, I have seen them. Walter has a couple MKEs. It's the same exact gun. It just has a different name on the outside. It's nothing yeah. mm-hmm. different, right? If um, it's the same thing as, Wal- as if it's the same thing as what Walter from uh, Safety Harbor Firearms has. Yes, they're 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 yeah. high quality guns. Yeah, which I they think had, I, I I ran into a guy in, our, in in at the NRA show. They were they're all one and the same. Yeah. Um, I know that I ran into a guy when I was in Flagstaff for the Overland uh, Expo West out there that he's a gun guy and he has mm-hmm. one of those and he's like, yeah, man, uh, I'm totally, and he's like a uh, former law enforcement and all that. And he loves mm-hmm. the, uh, he loves the Sentry Arms MP5. They're good as long as they, you just have to make sure you get them at the right price. But no, they're, they're, yeah. if you don't want to pay the premium for an H&K, which is like $3,200, something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. Those mm-hmm. Century slash MKE guns, perfect guns. They work great. Um, DCG44 says Rod Century has a $200 rebate right now. Go for it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I got... If you, fact, Rod, if you don't have an MP5, you need one. They're awesome guns. How much is uh, Century Arm selling those for? Does anyone know? What's the price? I think they were like 18 18 is yeah, not bad 18. considering like what we spent putting our kits together. That's not bad. Oh, I, I just... I didn't even hire somebody to do it, and yeah, it cost me. You still spent over probably three grand or something. Almost at least three grand to build it. Yeah, it was a lot. Plus the headache of building it. By the way, if anybody out there buys one of these and wants to get rid of their three pronged flash hider that comes on it, the little quick detach flash hider, I would love to own one of those. Hit me up. I really want one. Hmm. Speaking Um, of. Does that work the way? How, is that like a push down or it just unscrews? Is that the? Oh yeah, we didn't. We never did Gorn, did we? We didn't show guns. You better grab some guns, Rod Mills. Oh, so, you want to see a rare bird? I don't know if I've shown this off before, but check that. Check that. Oh, out. this is the uh, the rare H and K mag coupler. Uh, where'd you get that from? Uh, Germany. I had to order from a guy who. Has a source in Germany where they're still because H and K doesn't make these any longer. These couplers, mm-hmm. um, he had a he knew a guy that has a ton of them. 
Very expensive, very collectible. Super cool piece though, because now I got a few mags. Yeah. So Patrick, when I get my MP my Century Arms MP5, um, I noticed that I'm looking at yours. Yours looks different from when you when you first put it together. Yeah. Is and so it looks like you got a new handguard up there or something. So uh, I went with a Midwest Industries handguard. Uh, it's in lock. Okay. I wanted something. So for the night vision, I wanted to put I wanted to play around with putting a laser on it. So I got a PEC 14 mm-hmm. to put on it. Um, and you have to have some way of connecting it. Uh, so I went with the M-Lock one, and then I have the little M-Lock panels, and it's actually a very, very comfortable way to handle it. Um, and then I just uh, zip-tied, let's see if you can see this, the pressure pad mm-hmm. for the light. Yeah, you did okay. it on two sides. On the, yeah, I just I just, pressure, I just zip-tied it to the top of the M-Lock. That's one reason why I really like M-Lock. Um, it has straight, like, flats that you can put stuff like that to. And then you can run a zip tie through it, and you're good to go. Yeah, I think that's um, fine. But no, I like this gun. It has it, it has held up pretty well. Um, oh, I also have the Midwest uh, optics mount. Uh, what uh, what's on there? Is that a um, what's your optic on there? This is a Zoptech. Is that that just came in, right? No, no, I've had this for six or eight months now. Zoptech. This is the what else? So this is the Elcan red dot. This is the red dot that Elcan now sells to put on top of an Elcan. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually recently sold my Elcan so I could buy some other stuff, uh, but I kept the Zoptech because it's night vision compatible, and it actually is a very. It is Chinese. It's not worth the price that they ask, but it is a very nice optic. Uh, it seems to work really well. Okay. Any um, reason why you didn't go ahead and get a, a Holosun? Uh. This was quote unquote mill. Sp- okay, so the story is I bought this to go on top of my Elcan, um, and then I stopped using my Elcan as much as I thought I would. Um, so I had this just sitting around, so I just put it on there. Um, otherwise, well, actually, you know, one thing I don't think the I don't think the Hollow Suns are night vision compatible. That's one of the things I believe I looked into it, and Hollow Suns don't. Uh, are not night vision compatible. So if you try to aim down your nods, you just get a big bloom of of light. Uh, mm. Let's see. Night Train says, save yourself a lot of money and get a, get a Scorpion Evo. Then you could join the CZ hipster crowd, which the new one, the little mic, was that a micro that's out now? I think it's like a yes. micro. Scorpion yeah. is a... I think Brown If you If you micro. shit gold, um, if you if you shit gold and you can get whatever you want, and you want something really nice, a PCC or an SBR, that's really nice. The BNTs are top of the line. Getting one of the BNTs would be awesome. The next Aim step Surplus down from there... Them. What's that? Hmm? Aim Surplus has them now. The BNT guns, they're really nice. Yeah. Uh, APC9 and GHM9, I think is what they are. A step mm-hmm. down from there, um, they're hard to come by, but if you can get one of the SIG MCXs, it's a piston-driven 9mm carbine. Those things are awesome. Uh, they just stopped making them in the length that most people like. They only have a carbine length and then like a 5-inch barrel. They don't make the 8.5 like an MP5 any longer, which is crazy. Um, how, would you rate, you, how would you rate the uh, the BNT next to the uh, MP5? BNT. The MP5 is the softest shooting gun you can get. The BNT is just a little behind it. It has a tiny bit more recoil. But the BNT has all of the modern features. 
That's the nice. thing. Yeah. Trying to get uh, an MP5 feature set with modern stuff, you have to get an M-Lock rail. It, mm. it's, it becomes kind of challenging. BNTs, By the way, there's, 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 the, uh, there's the Brownells right there. Yeah, B- BNTs come with all the modern features. Yeah, um, and the really cool thing is you can now buy a BNT front end that just pops on. That makes you makes it a BNT SD. So you know the suppre- the nine uh, the MP5 SD that has the built in suppressor. BNT mm-hmm. does that now. All you have to do is pay for the, the the barrel front end and the tax stamp, and it pops right on, and you have an SD ready to go. Really, really cool. I would. If I had the money, I would. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't kick a BNT out of bed or anything. Oh, like I would. If if but, first choice to me, BNT over MP5, I'd get a BNT just because it's modern. Uh, but the MP5 is – I love my MP5. The MP5 is iconic. It. I mean that's why yes. – yeah, at some point in the future, I probably would get a BNT. But mm-hmm. the MP5 is like on that uh, – like I guess what is it? on the? On, I don't want to say – it's on the, the the holy grail list or something like that. MP, you know, MP5 is yeah, it's a grail yeah. gun. And now yeah. that we have these, if I ever come across $35,000, I can go get myself a full auto seer, transfer it over and – you got a full auto. Yeah. Yeah. Full <laughs> auto. Integrally suppressed too. That'd be awesome. Well, that's what I'm saying. Hank, I don't know if you heard that, but mm-hmm. BNT now makes an integrally suppressed upper. You pay for the tax stamp, you pay for the upper, mm-hmm. and it bolts right. You take your barrel off, you put the other one on, and you have a, a GHM9 or APC9 SD integrated. It's Awesome! It looks was so it, cool. Who was it that was supposed to be making an integral, um, like upper or barrel thing for the MP5s? I thought someone was. They already have doing them. That. They've been out for a long time. The MP5 SD has been a thing forever. Yeah, but there was someone I saw at like Shot Show or something like that. Oh, somebody was like, going to oh, make a, a. Yeah, they were going to put know. one out. I don't. I don't think it um, happened. But uh, DCG45 says MP5 may be an old design, but it's a swing gun for me. And uh, Flying Rich, yeah, Flying Rich is out there. By the way, shout out to Flying Rich. Um, he says, Patrick, are you going to print an MP5? I don't know what I'm going to print first. Well, no, the first thing I'm going to design and print is another one of these. I need a, I need one of these. Yeah, yeah. I see you reflecting. You don't even know I, what this is. No, I don't know what the hell. It looks like you put your, uh, you put your contact lenses in there or some. Some craziness. Oh Let me guess. It has to do with night vision. It has to do with night vision. I got two yeah, of these sitting around right now, uh-huh. taking up space, and I want to protect one of them. One of them is in here. Uh, I need to put them away until I get the housing. But yeah, this is this is the the business right here. This is the business end. This mm-hmm. does all the magic. Yeah, I like how you were flexing your uh, your new printer on uh, on all the social medias. Yeah. Oh I, no, I didn't. I just posted one picture. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did you print some? Did you print some shit yet? Okay. Let's see. <laughs> it's still in the you? box. Oh. <laughs> it okay. hasn't even come out of the box yet. <laughs> okay. Rod Mills, are you ready to show us some guns? Uh, um. If not, actually, I'll I'll go. I'll show a gun. Like this is what I was showing earlier. This is my uh my trusty Sig five sixteen patrol. Right there, yeah. Piston, piston driven. I've had this for a long time, man. This was, I think, like one of my first, my first AR. Damn, what's the name of that company that's in Kentucky that makes 
the ARs and their logo looks like a dragon or something. I don't know what Rod Mills is. Rod, Rod Mills is putting up his uh some kind of QR code up there. Yeah, anyway. go to that view. And I, I forgot. Well, someone will tell me the name of that company in Kentucky that makes. Uh, I think I got my AR from Bud's Gun Shop, the first one, and then I wound up selling it. But it wasn't. Like, oh, so- Bud's Gun Shop! I used to shop there so yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> Bud's used to be the place that had some cool stuff. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, I'm, uh, yeah. I got no complaints about. But so anyway, my fa- the Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at Two A Commerce, veteran owned and with over twenty years experience. Two A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Yeah, I don't think Would I've you changed. you call that being foisted on your own petard? Yeah, it happens all the time. Happens all the time. I don't <laughs> think I've changed. I think I've only changed the trigger maybe on this or the safety or something. I don't know what I've actually changed on this thing. I mean, it what, still that's your has. Sig? Still, yeah, it still has all the furniture. That was in my safe for a long time. Why? Oh yeah, you. Know, I don't even know why. Why was it? In I don't remember safe? why, but I had that gun in my safe you for like to? six months. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I really don't remember. Why? Why, we, why did it's you nice have? Nice gun, my, though. It's a very nice gun. Why did you have this over there? What were you up to? Um, I think no, I had to take pictures of a piston-driven gun or something. I can't remember. Why oh yeah, you probably wrote an article or something. Yeah, you probably wrote an article so. on it. And in this bag, when I did the training in uh, Fort Scott, by the way, uh, by the way, check out my full forge gear. Let me show this off. Uh, I actually use this full forge gear. This uh, this gun bag here from Full Forge Gear, and so when I did the training stuff in um, in Kansas with Tonto, Chris Tonto Peranto, and uh, I actually wound up using my Walther PDP, the new PDP that came out. So let me uh, show that off to you guys here. I have the I have the old uh, uh, what was it the PD PDQ no. What the? I forgot the name of the the other one. Hold on, I got it in here. Let me pull it out. What is this thing? Uh, PPQ, PPQ. So mm. I got the PPQ mm-hmm. right there. Check mm-hmm. it out. I took this along as my backup, but I didn't have to use it. Uh, mm. you know, it's got it's like threaded and everything, but it uses the same magazine. But I didn't have to use it. I used this thing the whole time when I was doing that training that some people have been Ooh. seeing. And I don't know why the hell this won't focus, because <laughs> my face is in there probably. Let's see if we can. Put your hand up. Yeah, that's so, the PDP, right? Yeah, this is the PDP. No. I used oh, this the whole time I was training with uh, with Chris Tonto Peranto. By the way, the rifles that we were using for anyone who's seen any of that video out of that were all uh, Daniel Defense guns, and they were they were they were all awesome. I can't really complain about Daniel Defense. You know their rifles or anything like that. I got no complaints about them. They so are, show uh, show babyface that um, that link I just put in the chat. What link? Uh, in what chat? Uh, our personal chat. I got it here. Uh, yeah, he should hey, be able sir. to see. Yeah, ETAPC nine Pro seven inch. That is a hell of a gun right there. 
Oh, that one takes Glock lowers. Very interesting. Yeah. What, I don't see any lace behind you, Rod Mills. Why the hell can't you show us some guns? I don't see you lace don't behind you. Oh. I'm looking behind you. I don't see lace. Where's the guns? I mean, I can go to my safe. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, you want me to do that? Yeah. We want to show, show oh. the people some guns. Uh, I'll let you guys uh, look mean, at this while, I, while I'm gone. Yeah. Oh, guess what? Guess who? Man, I feel I feel famous right now. Oh, Lord. Guess who followed me on Instagram? <laughs> I'm gonna let Patrick ask or guess because I know. No, no, this is pertaining to you, Hank. Because of me? <laughs> pertaining to you? It's pertaining to me. Um, fat, uh, fat daddy booty or something like that. <laughs> what? What? Daddy yeah, why? How does that what pertain that? to me? I don't know who Fat Daddy Booty is. What the hell does that? Have? Trip. What did I say earlier? Triple B, big booty bitches. The guy, the your buddy that um, the Brownells guy. Oh, you're talking about Possum Fatback? Possum yeah, Possum Fatback. Fat Possum Fatback Booty. That's Roy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Roy, Roy's a cool guy. Roy's really cool. Yeah. How did Man. you get? How did you get fat possum? I don't understand what you're saying. How did you get fat something booty out of possum fat back? That's Roy, a, Roy is awesome. Roy's a yes, really nice guy. Cool. Yeah. No, I Roy, felt, man, Roy's I felt people. honored. I'm like, damn, did Hank tell him, put him up to this? No, uh-uh. <laughs> no, Roy, Roy is a genuine gun dude, man. Oh, 100%. But I'm trying to figure out, how did he find me? I don't know. He must have. Uh, sometimes Roy watches the podcast and stuff like that. He pays mm-hmm. attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Or he well, maybe Roy, did he? Did you see him at NRA? He might have been. Was he at NRA? I, I, I don't think I saw him there. But Roy, somebody may attack next you. Time you guys mm-hmm. do something at Brownells. I would love to come up there and shoot as well. Oh, so you're you're talking to Roy now, right? You're trying to Roy. <laughs> <Directly>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and everyone else, you and everyone else. But Brownells, I mean, they've, they 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 do a lot of stuff with people, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, you know, they're always looking out there for different people in the uh, firearms community. So, you know, I'm always seeing yeah. seeing them do a lot of things with a lot of different people. And guess what? I'm as different as they come in the firearms community. <laughs> Brownells still making his pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna hate on you. I'm not gonna hate on you. But I would oh, say I, that Brownells is different. Got... Brownells is different from from some other places that are very clicky. I don't really. Mm-hmm. I don't find them to be like clicky like that. So yeah, they. You know, they're down with everyone. And and, and, the, and the guy that owns Liberty Suppressors. Uh huh. Oh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dave from Liberty. DCG forty four yeah. says and unfollowed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Roy. Uh, Roy is cool. People, I'm trying to get Roy to come out here and do some shooting with us. Yeah, we haven't um, seen him in a while. Yeah, so I don't know. I got. I I have to figure out how to make that happen. Ask him what kind of beer he likes. I got it. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I, I could see. I could I'll see that. What I really should do is I'm I'm trying to see if I can the next time Roy comes out if we can maybe just do something at Aries. That'd be mm. fun. Yeah, that way other people, you know, because I don't really want to have yeah. too many people on our range, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but 
uh, it would be cool to do a range like that and then have Trey be in charge of all the festivities <laughs> and, and hey, uh, do the major lifting. What's up? I have a confession. What? I have a confession. Uh-huh. Once I found that you wasn't going to NRA, I started uh-huh. to get like a hairpiece in a mohawk. Oh, no. And I have some glasses like yours. Oh, boy. And I was going to prepare myself. He pretended he was you. You're going to pretend to be me? <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. I, I was going to. I was gonna it's, be Hank Train. It's feasible. I think there's lots of people who wouldn't be able to tell the difference. <laughs> there's some people. There's some people who wouldn't really know the difference. I don't think I can get the accent down. Yeah, but you know, do you? Did you put? Should we look at like where did you put all your pictures? Is it all on Facebook from NRA or is it uh, on Instagram? You, you know, they're on Facebook, but I didn't take that many actually. Oh, okay. Did you no. did you run into the guns out dudes? No, they weren't there. Okay, because they they, were, they had a different thing going on, right? Yeah, they they were at that uh that other shoot that they had. Yeah. Do you know the guns out dudes, Patrick? The guys from Guns Out Mm-mm. TV. Mm-mm. Yeah, these are um. Let me see if I can show. I can show you a picture of the guns out guys right now. Um, they were on the show. They've been on the show before. So here, this is our uh, Sure Michael right there. That's Sure Michael, yeah. and then this is John right here, and then yeah, there's John Tonto King. and myself. Mm. So they're in the like uh, Maryland, Virginia area, and Sure Michael is actually a former Republican strategist, and he has a TV show on MSNBC, um, like a conservative what conservative show? Yeah, he's yeah. on MSNBC. Oh God. Yeah, um, Poor guy. but they're but they're they're legit gun guys, and uh, Shermichael yeah. is a is a Republican. Uh, well, he was a Republican strategist. I don't think he does that, but you know, he's still obviously a conservative. So this is all this this thing here is from that. But these guys had a, um, they still have a, like it's on YouTube and different places now. But they had an actual TV show that was airing in Virginia and other places. Doing gun stuff, and then um, you know, they they got like you know the powers that be came down against them, and they got kicked out of that. But they're still out there doing a lot of cool videos and all that kind of stuff. So they've been on the show. We'll try to we'll try to actually get them back on the show here before we hit a thousand. But they're good dudes. I I got to spend a bunch of time hanging out with them. So they're legit gun guys. But as you can see from this picture, let me see. I I wonder if I could show this picture again to you guys here. Do you notice that the everyone did you see how they're like trying to roll here I was trying to unroll his arms like you know see that like oh, the, yeah. unroll his arms yeah the arms on the sleeves on the t-shirt they were like rolling up their sleeves on their t-shirts all the time mm, see mm. like this they were doing this all the time see that mm. guns That's out like, they got to have the guns out yeah exactly see the see it right there they they no, were yeah, they were they were constantly doing that. That's like you know when uh, so for example we've had uh, Brandon Herrera on and he flips his hair. <laughs> Got to have his hair out. Yeah, you know he flips, <laughs> he does the hair flip or whatever. That's kind of like uh, that's kind of like the thing, man. From when they pick, I I went to the airport to pick him up with uh, the Fort Scott guys, and immediately as they landed from the plane, so they flew out from Maryland, okay, to Fort Scott to Kansas. And then they and then they went sleeveless immediately. So, 
It's, they just landed <laughs> and went sleeveless, you know? That's like, I guess that's it what the young... Like, yeah, that's what the young people like do. Young. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know that was a thing, but I guess I don't do enough push-ups or uh, weight curls or whatever it is that has to be done to show... I'm gonna, You know what? Maybe I should put some tattoos all over my arms and then start, like... Folding up, my. you get one of those. Just get one of those <laughs> fake sleeves and play around for a little bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you put? What do you put on your? Uh, what do you put on your mm-hmm. sleeves? But John, John's actually a Marine. You know, so like John is the. I don't know if you if you look at the. I think they have like a good personality together. But John was a Marine, and then Shermichael is like that. You know, Republican strategist kind of dude. But they're into guns, so it's a it's a cool thing that they have going on out there for anyone who has not cool. seen that. So, um, yeah, let's see what else. Forty two chill says call slash write your reps. Yeah, yeah, and it's never writing is great and all. Give them a call. What will happen? Because um, I call my reps routinely to tell them I think they're either doing a good job or hey, vote. I, I think mm-hmm. you should vote this way. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, typically what happens when you call their office is a assistant will answer and you say, Hey, I just want to leave a message for my rep and they'll ask for your info and then leave, leave your message with them. It's very, very straightforward. Um, yeah, I, I like to call somewhat so they know who I, maybe they'll, they'll learn who I am, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And also don't be belligerent. No, there's no reason. I, I it, mean, you know, I get if you see them in person, I think you could be a little belligerent. But the, yeah, you know, we luckily, those kind of luckily the Congress and our representative, my representative, and my two Congress people, uh, two congressmen are uh, pro Second Amendment and and conservative. I only have conservatives to deal with, so it's easy for me to just call and say, "Yeah, I like what you're doing," or. Uh, this came up, you should look into this, that sort of stuff, and know mm-hmm. that they're probably already aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, um, if you have it, a, we used to have, we used to have that one guy who was completely not so liberal, and I called him before and was like, this is, feels like a waste of my time, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's Kat McCormick, she's in Gainesville, right? I think she's, she's my, our, that, she's my, my representative. Yeah, she's done some things I don't like either. I mean, in general, I like but her. She I've, I've actually, yeah. I'm trying to remember exactly now. I'd have to go look at my uh, Instagram because whenever I see the even the people I voted for or I like doing dumb shit, I always bring it up. So I'll go here and uh, look it up and bring it and bring it up. There's, just call them on what they do. I don't think you're ever going to be unless, – unless you were the sit, sitting there voting, I don't think you will ever be 100% happy with your representatives. It's no. just, just not possible. But you got to call them on what they do. Here is um, Here's an email that I got from uh, GOA. Let me see if I can flip it this way and share it with you guys here a little bit. In a stroke of irony, gun grabbers are using the recent shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde to push federal legislation implementing middle-of-the-night gun confiscation raids. Unfortunately, unprincipled senators who campaign on supporting gun rights are talking favorably about it. Senate Republicans are looking for compromise, and Minority Leader Mitch McConnell has tasked a high-ranking Republican in the Senate to work out a compromise which will undoubtedly entail more gun control. So that's, uh, and then, you know, there's, uh, this is from Lauren Fox, Fox Reports. McConnell tells me he met this morning with Texas Senator John Corrin after he returned from Texas and encouraged him to begin discussions with Dems, including senators, 
Murphy and Cinema to see if they can find a consensus on some legislation to respond to the shooting in Texas. So Call you, right now for anybody that's listening or watching t- tomorrow, wake up and give your, your people a call and tell them no compromise. Zero compromise is what we're looking for. We don't need any more force. Whatever we have on the books right now, you need to be in- enforcing and not adding more to it. No compromise. Yeah. I, I would they, they will not compromise with us. We will not compromise with them. They can suck it. Yeah. Don't vote for those people. I mean, ultimately, you know, we're not going to comply with any of the bullshit, but. I said something last week to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be the, be the squeaky wheel. Remember that that squeaky wheel always gets the grease? Mm-hmm. Be that squeaky wheel in their ear letting them know that, listen, I'm watching what you're doing. I'm paying attention. I'm one of your constituents. I voted for you or whatever. I want you to to not compromise on this. They, there's no reason to compromise. Yeah, I agree with that. Rod, did you want to add something here? Hey, pretty much I um, I sent him a letter too, uh, that GOA uh, prefab letter. Mm-hmm. I added my um, my website on there. So you should check me out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always marketing, man. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not going to knock that. Go ahead. So, so one thing is sending those form letters is good and all. Um, I personally like to call on my own instead. Uh, I, I think it means, to me, it means more if somebody were to call me on their own than to send a form letter, but that's just the way I am. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, you know, honestly, I think that I'm not saying that when you see these people, you can't give them a piece of your mind, because I think that when you, if you see them out there and they're campaigning and all that, you have to let them know the people are watching what, what they do, you know? And in some cases, people, folks need to run against them if they're not serious, you know, about Mm -hmm. like they, you really need to make sure they're living up to what they said. So I'm trying to find on my social media. I know there was something that uh, that I was complaining about Cat uh, uh, McCormick, for example. Uh, you know, you got to keep all these guys on their toes. I just think we cannot trust them with anything. And ultimately, once those folks get in there, it's all about their careers. That's just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. That's just, yeah, that's just the game. They just need to be playing. reminded who put them there and and what we expect of them. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's the thing. Light a fire. Huh? Light a fire. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, let's see. Lola you was start sent- winding it up? Yeah, I'm going to start winding it up here in a minute, actually. Um, you know, there was something that Lola wanted me to share with everyone. Let me do that before I get in trouble, first of all. Uh, here we go. This I think this was relative to what we were talking about. That's why she wanted to show it. Ohio Senate expected to vote on bill lowering training for arming teachers. Ohio Republicans are moving to lower training requirements for teachers who want to carry guns following the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School where 19 children and two teachers died. But how they go, but how low they go appears to be up to Senator Frank uh, Hoagland, uh, Republican uh, Mingo Junction. And I guess that's, you know, the retired Navy SEAL folded major sections of his own school protection legislation into House Bill 99 Tuesday afternoon, setting up a potential vote by the full Senate Wednesday. So, uh, yeah, a, a lot of things get snuck in on all this stuff, too. I think that's one mm-hmm. of the things that we have to be careful with, because it's a great opportunity. Like right now, it, they'll make these things look like they're doing 
oh, we're doing something about what's happening. Then they sneak in a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of bullshit into the bills that they put up there. So you guys have to really be on the lookout for that. I think at uh, at all times. So, um, okay. Listen, I think what we're gonna do here, especially since uh, Rob, uh, Rod, excuse me, why did I just say Rob? Rob, Rod Mills likes to uh you know promote scorched earth and we didn't talk about it i'm gonna give you a second here rod and then we'll go to babyface p tell the folks out there how uh you know how they can you got 30 seconds to tell everyone where they could find you how they could support you all that stuff all right you guys can support me um by going to um my facebook page scorched earth arms training uh, I'm on Twitter. Um, you don't have to, I mean, if you want to, uh, send me a like on YouTube, that's fine. Eventually I get to a thousand. Uh, I'm also on Instagram, scorched underscore earth underscore firearms. Uh, or if you ever just want to look at my, it's gonna, uh, we wouldn't be able to keep the who Move my freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like safety Harbor firearms. SHF is a quintessential family owned small business, totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor firearms is a Florida based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF 50 upper for an AR 15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. Yeah, I'm just where, well, I know I'm laughing in the background. I don't know if, I don't think Rod Mills was laughing in the background. What, where'd you get cut off, Rod? Sorry. I'm like, damn, that was cool. I was trying to or tell you. Oh, look at you being high tech. If you just want to go on. to my website, just yeah, you pause can go here. Pause it right now and wait. Let me see if I put my uh, camera on there. If it goes, does it see anything from that? No, I don't know. My camera's not seeing anything from your. Uh... Oh, 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 here we go. Yeah, I found it. Okay. Yeah, your camera's jacked up. <laughs> no, because it's, if it's blurred, if it's blurred a little bit, you can't see it. So, okay, uh, Patrick, Babyface P. Tell the folks. YouTube.com slash babyfacep or Instagram is baby underscore face P. I have some stuff coming. Don't know when it'll come out, but it'll be soon. Right. There you go. And there's the that's what happens when you click that thing that Rob Mills is showing. It takes you to Scorched Earth right there. You can get a whole bunch of uh, different kinds of training from Rob Mills, especially if you're in the uh, Jacksonville area. You're not going out anywhere to do this stuff, are you? Uh, actually, I do have a, um, a, uh, uh, seminar, uh, that I'm going to be sharing with, uh, Musad Ayub, uh, okay. in July, June, well, June, I'm sorry, June. Oh, and, uh, you. yeah. You're hobnobbing yeah, with the, uh, the elite of the, uh, gun I, I told him I was Hank Strange and he oh. said, oh, come <laughs> on. Oh, okay. Uh, then I wouldn't expect him to show up. I would not. No. <laughs> I would not expect him to. But Masada Yub is right. He's in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, he's in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So listen, I'm going to do this. We are going to. I'm going to run in the end, and then we're going to come back here. Who's doing words of wisdom, Patrick? Patrick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing it, or you want to make Rod do Let's it? Go. 
Okay, no, you're gonna do, do it. Okay, no, Patrick is ready. Patrick is ready. He's he's totally not googling anything right now. Um, <laughs> we're gonna listen. I want to thank everyone for joining us here, hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow as well. Let me just run in the end here, and we'll be right back here in a second for uh, words of wisdom. All right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us here. Uh, remember, we're going to rip the audio out of this, throw it up on iTunes. It's going to be on Podbean. It's going to be on Audible, all your favorite places to listen to your audio podcast. We're part of the Firearms Radio Network, which is awesome. So shout out to everyone who's listening to us uh, through that. 42 Chill says Moz is good. Yeah, he's good. He's, I've actually never met him, but I, I do. I do think he's cool. And uh, I did see the picture of uh, Rod Mills hanging out with him at NRA. So, um, all right, Babyface P, you of the blanket, what have you to say? Remember, remember to step back and take a break from everything every now and then. Uh, you can't be going twenty four seven all the time. Vacation is needed. Time off is needed. But let yourself have that and enjoy it. Okay, uh, I'll. I'll I'll go for that. That's that's good for me. I thought he was gonna throw in something about the blanket and say, "Don't touch my blankie." You touch my blankie, you get a spanky. (laughs) Hank, what? Before we before we sign off, can you do that? Your famous Tiny Tim. Oh, God bless us, everyone. (laughs) 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 All right, all right, we're out of here. That's enough of that. All right, we'll see you guys. We're out of here. Let me press the button.